0: What is good, guys? It is your Boston Brit. And, you know, I'm not going to say I'm back for a brand new episode of the podcast. Well, I am, but it's a little bit different this time. Now, I kind of thought about this for quite a while now, and I wanted to rope in someone to do this series. And I think I think it's going to go pretty well. Hopefully you guys enjoy it, but we've brought Josh back. We've brought the uh, lyrical genius. Uh, that is Josh Coyne. He, he, he is back to do this series
1: and Josh what have we called this series? We've called this right okay so I'm going to go through the general thinking behind it first and that is that we're in a time where not many people are going to parties you know so for Celtics fans and those interested in Boston basketball why not join our garden party? I mean the Boston Celtics garden party. It's
0: it's, it's a great name it's a great name we did debate over so many but the garden party stuck and we're going to roll with it.
1: Now... I mean, I mean we have committed to the bit in an in incredibly significant fashion. Like, I have been... I basically might have bought... Might as well have bought bunting, personally desired bunting behind me. I've, I've committed to the bit that much. <laughs> and to be fair, I think
0: the ironic thing is, is that, obviously, you, you love a beer. You, you, you love a pint. Yeah. Right? So... It's my shock, a few people, but I don't actually drink. So I'm turning up to this party, not even intoxicated. I am the sober guy. I am that weird guy who just floats around, doesn't know, you know, what's going on. Well, everyone else is having a good time. So I'm on the milk. So You're a designated driver. I am. Yeah, I'm, I'm on the milk, mate. The milk or the J2Os, whatever one, you know, tickles me fancy that night. But... Um, so, shall we just explain to the, to the listeners, you know, what is the setup of this pod? You know, you know we, we wanted to do something which is quite short and sweet. Obviously, this one may be a bit longer because we're obviously explaining it to you. But we want to try and get something which is like 15, 30 minutes max. Something which you, know, you can listen to on your way to work. You can listen to on your lunch break. Hopefully, it brings you a bit of entertainment. But Josh, do you want to kind of, you know, tell the listeners what kind of things we're going to be discussing?
1: Yeah, so we're going to talk Boston Celtics basketball overall as a kind of uh, zoomed-out version. Um, but like any party, we've got to decorate it. So we're going to set the scene with a bit of decoration. Um, then what we're going to do is we're going to talk through our guest list, who we've invited this week to the garden party, um, in reference to mainly Celtics players, who we've uninvited from the guest list. So who is no longer invited to the garden party because they've either they've had they've committed to some terrible misbehaviour or you just, we've gone off them. Um, And then, you know, you've got to, like every party, you've got to bring it to last orders. You know, you've got to, unfortunately you've got to turn the lights on and uh, you know, unfortunately see the sticky floor at the end of the garden party. And trying to find your, uh, your, your shoes, which are stuck to it. But
0: so in a nutshell, we're going to be rounding up the Celtics games of that week you know, we're going to try and do a Sunday to Sunday kind of scenario and then release it on a Monday. So we'll start off with, although this was played on a Saturday, I think it's a must talk about game, you know, Lakers Celtics biggest rivalry um, in, in basketball. And to be honest with you, I was quite impressed, right? We played well in the third quarter, which is something which we never bloody do. Mm-hmm. I think I can't remember. To be fair, we've been quite consistent in the third quarter recently over the past few games, even the ones that we've lost in, mm-hmm. which has actually surprised me, to be honest with you. But, you know, we're going to shoot straight into it. Lakers-Celtics, obviously we lost. It was Lakers 96, Celtics 95. And, you know, Tatum led with 30 points. Tatum also led with nine uh, rebounds. And then Marcus led with seven assists. You know, Brown had 28 as well. And Jalen Brown's has just been unbelievable this season, to be fair.
1: Unbelievable! It's I mean, been an incredible year so far. Um, obviously, we'll get to it, but a really eventful week for him. Um, but you know, in terms of the overall season so far, it's been really phenomenal. Quite the leap from the guy. Exactly. I mean, if he doesn't get All Star this year, it's going to be, it's
0: going to, it's just going to, yeah, it's going to be, It'll be a travesty.
1: It'll be It'll be a travesty.
0: Um, and then, obviously, uh, one thing we must talk about which is a 100% got to be the assist of the year. It's Jason Tatum's behind the back pass, falling off the court to Rob Williams. I mean, that was, I'm not going to lie, right? I gave me a boner. I was sat on my own, so it looked a bit
1: weird. But, I mean, it was unbelievable. What, <laughs> what, do, you, what do you think of it? Well, I'm not going to talk about my, my uh, privates. Uh, you know, I'm going to move away from that angle uh so we're you know this isn't a sausage party it's a garden party um and what better thing to have at a garden party I know I keep mixing these metaphors by the way just to go back to what I said before I know there are no lights or sticky floors at garden parties in particular but just let us just do the thing anyway um yeah what better thing to have at a party, than a party trick, and that's what I consider what Tatum did to be. It was unbelievable. I've always gone back to those that Jordan pass where he scoops it, you know, he scoops it back onto the court in the '90s and uh, finishes with the layup. Whilst you know it doesn't have the layup part of it for Tatum, the pass in particular was even more impressive because it was in front of him and perfectly into his driving lane. Really, quite the phenomenal pass. And I, I, I honestly watched it on repeat. The following
0: day, I'd love to. I'll to be fair, I'd love to ask him. Did he mean it? To be honest, yeah.
1: I mean, he must. He must have just
0: thought, you know what? The path's going to be there. Someone's going to be there, surely. And yeah. he just dished it. But I mean, it, it worked out. And has got. I think that's got. Unless someone pulls something out of the out of the bag, I mean, that's got to be a sister of the year, surely. You know,
1: he's going to say that he meant it. Though. It's like you 100%. know, it's like it's like Ronaldinho lobbing David Seaman. Like we know, we know he, yeah, that he didn't, but he's got to say he has, isn't he? Hundred percent. Hundred percent. And
0: you know something, you know we we shot forty eight percent in that game compared to the Lakers forty four percent from the field. I think that was, you know, the one the one thing which you know we have been doing quite well recently is making you know good decisions with shots. Um, obviously, in our a couple of our losses, you know we've not. I f- I feel we've just not moved the ball very well. But right. um, I think that's down to you know obviously we've m- we've missed Jalen Brown the past few games, which we'll come on to in a bit, but. I, I I do think that we are missing you know a wingman um, and potentially some bolstering from in in the big section as well. But all in all, I think you know in reality we should have we should have won that game. You know Kemba missing his that shot at the end. Kemba doesn't miss those like nine times out of ten. Kemba will that's Kemba's cream that is that that is yeah. is you know cream of the crop kind of buttery. I don't even know what I'm trying to say here.
1: No, I love it. Keep going. Just keep saying...
0: (laughs) Keep saying random words. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, he makes those. um, It's obviously been an up and down week for Kemba. You know, just when you think that he's starting to get kind of in the swing of things, starting to get that momentum becoming the kind of scoring machine that we know that he can be. Um, The flow goes away from him. He'll have an off night where he just, you know, unbelievably inefficient but with that specific look, if you're Brad Stevens, you're happy with him taking the shot. It's the right shot. Is his? He makes those shots like you suggested, um, and it was a good look. And it was, you know, it just didn't fall either way. I think there was a lot of positives to take from that game itself, um, you know, which uh, ended with a, a narrow defeat. The one thing that people were talking about from that game at the end, though, is that Tatum was trying to call the time out, uh, which <laughs> um... it, it took some, it took some, you know, investigative. Investigative work afterwards to actually see the grainy picture of him going like that, but it exists. So it we, we're just going to count it as a Celtics dub. Yeah, it has to be. I'm not being
0: funny yet. Yeah, I mean, how how have they missed that? I don't understand how they missed that. But anyway, we could talk about Celtics Lakes for ages. All I know is that if we ever meet the, the Lakers in the playoffs, it's just we are we are going to beat them. Like to be fair, the referees have not been helpful to us the past few times. But anyway, Josh. Gotta make the finals, man. Gotta make the finals. (laughs) We will. Anyway, right. Jump on to the next game, man. Celtics Warriors. Talk to me. Yeah,
1: it was a way the Warriors. Obviously, always going to be a tough uh, West Coast road trip. Uh, You know, sorry, a a tough stop on the West Coast road trip. Curry, obviously, being the machine that he is, but a depleted roster uh, since recent years past. It was, on a Tuesday night, it was 11, 111, 107 with uh, Jason Tatum leading the way with 27 points. Ty's got 11 rebounds. Um, what were your thoughts? Jason Tatum is just, just another level. I can't even... I mean, he's going to be a league
0: MVP within the next five years, I believe. Mm. 100%. If he keeps going on this trajectory, especially against the Warriors, you can never count out Steph Curry because no. you know, he can fly off the handle and drop 60 points in you if he really wanted to. Yeah. Um, I think, we play, I think we played really well in that game. I think we were solid. I think we were solid defensively. We were good on transition offensively and defensively. You know, and Daniel Tice coming out with 11 rebounds as well. I think Tice had a great game. And Kemba, we started to, you know, see a little bit of Kemba back in terms of, you know, he had five assists. Oh, I, th- I think it was just an all-round good performance. I don't, yeah. know, I don't know what else you, you want to add to that, but I think Grant, Grant Williams played well as well. With fifteen points,
1: yeah, it's good to see Grant getting those looks. Um, you know, he's a. It seems as though he's been a real confidence guy in recent years. He still make misses. You know, I believe it was in the Warriors game, was it, where he missed a couple of key free throws in the mm. down the stretch. And you know, those things will come and go. But he's a confidence guy. Once he gets in a bit of a rhythm, he starts making those shots. And as we know, he's one of the more versatile defenders on the roster so it's been good to see him getting looks even if they do it is a bit kind of night and day from, on a night to night basis yeah definitely so obviously we took
0: a dub on that one which is always I mean we're going to have to pick up a, we're going to have to do a little tune or a little air horn whenever we get a dub it's going to be a, have, to look, have to be a little tune we'll have to figure something out We'll figure. do, do you want out. to
1: just do the whole like insert uh, air horn thing now and like leave two seconds here we go <laughs> There we go. Right. We're there back we in go. the
0: building. Okay. So we move on. We move on to Wednesday, obviously, Thursday if you're in the UK. And that was Celtics, Sacramento. Now, Josh, I know a little bit later on, you've got some, you've got some heat coming from this game. <laughs> um, but Celtics 111, Sacramento 116. Now, again, Jason Tatum leading the points for the Celtics of 27. And you had Tristan leading with rebounds, which was 10. And he also got 17 points in that game. So I think Tristan Thompson in that game played very, very well.
1: Fox and Barnes, they were just another level. Barnes was unbelievable. He really elevated the, uh, you know... um... The trade exception talk, didn't he, when it came to Barnes's performance against would you, Boston? Would you, Bar- would you go for Barnes Would you go for
0: Barnes of our trade exception? I a lot, think I
1: a lot of the Celtics fan base really thought, you know, already thought that just due to his versatility on the wing. I feel like he is like just someone who can give you like fifteen a night. Um, he can do like little bit of everything on the floor and, you know, mold into basically any team in the NBA. He's just one of those guys. Uh, but after that game, people were definitely starting to think that it could happen. Uh, but we won't know until probably the next garden party uh, <laughs> because it apparently Ainge is active today. or or this week so we'll see but uh, some of you touched on obviously Tatum once again got 27 that can't be understated he is such a young guy five six years away from his peak and he's doing back-to-back 30-point games on like we expect it now and that that can't be we can't just forget how impressive that is you know him and Brown being able to do that on a nice basis when they're Maybe five, six years away from their peak, if we are to believe, kind of NBA history. That's when people reach their absolute pinnacle. But he also got 10 assists in the same game, which is, I mean, if we're just going by counting stats, that's a really impressive game, even though it was a tough loss to take.
0: Yeah, to be fair, it was, it was a very tough loss to take. And we have to bring him up because he has been the buck of so many jokes on Twitter at the moment, um, especially for his burner account, which... Still convinced, very convinced it's him, but yeah. Jeff Teague. Now, we need to talk about Jeff Teague. You know, he played 20, 25 minutes in that game, I believe. 20 minutes, 25 yeah. minutes. Yeah. Um, and he finished with seven points. Mm-hmm. Now, that's horrific. Now, we're going we're gonna to move on to, obviously, the, the, the Suns game a little bit later in the, in the episode. But watching Jeff Teague's defense really stresses me out, really stresses me out. His awareness on the core, I don't know what it is. Because when he, when you know, the first few games of the season, he was playing really well. He was making you know great looks, and he was taking good shots, and he was playing all right on D. But for some reason, he's just imploded and turned into
1: you know Sid the Sloth. Like he's is, he's is terrible on D. I don't know what you think. You know what, Minnesota Timberwolves fans were telling us this for years. Uh, it did feel you know like. When he was added to the roster, it did feel like we've got some veteran experience. He did have a couple of games where it was like, OK, a nice little scoring punch off the bench. I can see this working. But the guy slows the ball down so much. And like you said, on, off, on defense, it can be really difficult to watch sometimes. But boy, howdy, does it make you miss Brad Wanamaker. I was literally about to say, I was like, I never thought those words would come out of my mouth. Like, I miss you, Brad. (laughs) Oh, I want to make her, it feels like utopia now in comparison, because, yeah, Teague slows the ball down. He's so indecisive a lot of the time, which is the opposite of what you expect for a veteran pickup. You know, he, he... Looks like he's in two minds most of the time when he's in possession. So yeah, it's been a hell of a frustrating ride so far with T. You just hope that he can have moments of elevating the team rather than the opposite, because he is far from a Celtics fan favorite. Yeah, he's not quite quite... he's not quite uninvited from the party yet. No, I mean he's teetering on that point though, and he's uh, yeah, yeah, I think
0: he I think he's had too many balloons and he's he's a bit you know a bit too (laughs) out. I, like you said, he's a veteran. He should be bringing in some experience to the team, but it feels like that he's being schooled by the younger guys at the moment within, mm-hmm. within the team. You mm-hmm. know, obviously we're going to talk about him a little bit later, but Peyton Pritchard come in, been great,
1: you know? He's the hey, antithesis God. of Teague. He is literally the antithesis of Teague because he is fearless, aggressive, constantly aggressive, Pritchard, and like unwaveringly confident, willing to take the shot um, constant energy. He is the antithesis of he can it's funny because it seems as though there's been a bit of mentorship when you see them on the sideline there's a quite clear bond between them. They're always talking to each other. He's always you know he's always cheering for him, he's always giving him advice on the court. There is a bond I, I suspect. I mean, I'm not prying into these people's personal life, but I feel as though there's a bond from what I can see the body language between the two and there's a bit of mentorship but it's hilarious because they're completely different players. They are literally the opposite. They are. I
0: mean, like Pritchard's got more of that mentality like, like Marcus does, to be honest with you, where Teague, Teague is, he's just a wet blanket. Isn't he? I, yeah. I, I mean, I feel like he's that, he is that guy at the party. who, Literally, you know, you would say that phrase
1: about your fun at parties too. So uh... he's, he's the, he's the guy that is near at the moment, you know, Great career, Jeff Long career, a lot of money made, respect to him. But he is the guy at the party who is standing near the aux cable and saying, like, oh, I wouldn't have put this on. You know, so like, even though it's not his party, someone's got the Orcs cable, someone's got their Spotify on. They've prepared a playlist for the party itself. And he's there going, I wouldn't have gone for this one. I actually, I, I actually know a really like rare version of this. Um, I've got it on vinyl. Uh, if you want to, I can I can bring it round, um, and we can put that on instead. And everyone has already walked away from him at this point. <laughs>
0: Starts playing Enya. Also, I've realised I've started to. You know, it looks like I'm promoting Jaffa Cakes here. <laughs> I need to remove them from this. The
1: this Jeff Teague slander is brought to you by Jaffa
0: Cakes. The pineapple goodness, pineapple flavour as well. Pretty good. Wow. But anyway,
1: right, let's move on to the next game. What have you got for me? Well, it was a nice welcome return to form, wasn't it, Staples Centre? I just want to also preface this by saying, if you're looking for in-depth analytical breakdown, this probably isn't your podcast. It's a a party because I'm going to give you the basics here. Staples Centre for a road game against the Clippers with 119 to 115 Win first game without Jalen with his knee soreness, which is really tough. But boy, were they—you um, know—did they pick it up in his absence? They were really buoyed by Tatum again leading the way this time with 34 points and seven rebounds. Uh, so he really took the baton from Jalen there and took a lot of the load on. And he was—you know—it was a really impressive win, wasn't it? It felt like a statement, and it yeah. felt. Most like a catalyst to kind of kick on and really start to put a dent into the win loss record, um, but we'll talk about what happened after that.
0: Well, I think I think I think when are we going to see Jason Tatum's step back three trademarked? Because it's it's such a beautiful thing to watch.
1: Yeah, well, step. It's, it's almost like we should call it something else because it's always a step to the side as well. So it's like yeah. a di- diagonal step back, like a, a step, step, step to steppy, the side steppy, no, oh, mate. So step right step right
0: <laughs> it's so smooth though
1: yeah and the great thing about him is that he's got so strong that he can create even further separation now um, you know he doesn't he's not ever knocked off balance when he's trying to make that move um, the guy the guy's going to be unplayable I mean he is absolutely joy to watch him play
0: yeah I mean he's been eating his Wheaties let's that's, 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 that's say that but he's been eating his pineapple Jaffa cakes <laughs> He's been eating his pineapple cakes. Brought to you. Right. <laughs> also, I mean, obviously, also as well in that game, you know, we did see, you know, glimpses of old Kemba where, mm-hmm. you know, he had 20, 24 points, four assists. Now, he even had a block. He had a block in that game. Kemba Walker had a block. Ring uh, protector. <laughs> absolute monster. That game, uh, that we needed that win. We needed that win against them. And, you know, the fact that we, you know, we shot well from the free throw line. Yeah. And also as well, the one, the one stat which kind of stuck out, you know, where I say stat, I mean, the most basic stat you can probably Google yourself, but, you know, we turn, you know, we, we made the Clippers turn the ball over 16 times. Now we don't tend to do that often enough um, in many games, but, you know, we got 26 points off those. Mm-hmm. I think that was, you know, for me, that was, that, was a big, that was a big game changer for us getting that dub.
1: Yeah, I think the, the, the thing that I really love to see about that that made quite a big difference uh, was the, you know, the uplift in the role players, uh, matching what the team kind of required, required from them. If you look at Ojale switching on to uh, Kawhi at the end of that game twice, And stopping one of the most kind of prolific scorers in the league do what he does. It was absolute bread and butter. But the strength and balance of Odile made an absolute difference. And obviously, we're going to get on to a couple of other role players.
0: We're going to move on to Sunday. Obviously, Monday, if you're in there. Well, no, it happened on Sunday. It did happen on Sunday. Sunday was it social hours here in the UK. Really weird when that happens. Always, always try and jump to to the next day. Celtic Suns. Took an absolute L there. You know, uh, Celtics 91, Suns 100. Again, I mean, we should just call this a Jason Tatum podcast, to be honest with you, because every single stat line, you know, Tatum's led for the Celtics this week. So Tatum with 23, Tristan with 12 rebounds. You had Tatum with seven assists. Kemba played well in his second game. You know, second game in a row, Kemba played well, which is positive because quite a few people was slandering Kemba for some of the performances he's had recently. And mm. again, you know, you've got Peyton Pritchard, who we're gonna talk about probably in a minute anyway. But you know, he came out with 12 points. I think he's been he's been quite refreshing actually, to be honest with you, in the sense that I thought um Neismith would get more minutes over, uh Pritchard. Yeah. It's not worked out like that. And I think most people, when we first saw, I don't know what you think, but when we first saw Pritchard come in, I was a bit like, you know, why, why, are we start, why are we doing this? What are we doing here? What's Brad got up his sleeve? But I mean, he's been, like you said, he's aggressive. He's got that Marcus Smart element about him. And he's been unbelievable, to be honest with you.
1: Tremendous reputation in Oregon. Um, but quite frankly, when he, he did kind of enter our mini training camp, he looked like a ball boy. Um, And it was a bit like you were watching Naismith warm up to me. He looked like, you know, a a prime athlete. And 100% the expectations were there. But last night was tough. Um, uh, I think that uh, the Kemba thing, I'll question that in that it's still not enough from him, really. Is it 14 points, especially in the absence of the likes of Jalen Brown? You really needed to pick it up, shoot more efficiently, going to carry the team alongside Tatum, take some of the load off him. Um, but he's playing his way into form. There has been endless votes of confidence from Steven, saying he's going to get there, we're going to keep getting him the shots and he's going to get there. He's a star for a reason. So, tough, tough night. It feels as though we're kind of, the Celtics are kind of stuttering along the season so far. Just when you start to think there's a bit of momentum building, um, it cuts off a little bit, but a mixed week at the Garden
0: Party. It has been, it has been a mixed week. I mean pretty shit way to end on it it's like your missus has just broken up with you to be honest with you in the middle yeah. of Oceania on a Saturday night but we've done we've done alright I mean I'm happy with the Clips win you know uh, we should have beaten
1: the Suns and Sacramento in reality what, yeah. what's your uh, summary well, on it, the week yeah I think it is just like a night in Oceania in that you know it may have ended in disappointment but there were highs you know you they, they played your jam a few times you had a couple of good drinks and uh yeah, I don't, I don't know where this metaphor is going. But yeah, it was up and down. It was up and down, just like Oceana, I guess. Josh, where are we going to move
0: to next? So we're coming into the end of the episode, but we've got a couple of little things which we, you know, you
1: kind of previously mentioned, but what the listeners expecting now? So we've got to go through the guest list. I want to know who's top of your guest list this this week, because I'll go with mine first, just to lay the foundation here. Um, top of the list, the guest list for the garden party for me um, and you know what? He can have a plus one, and actually, he doesn't have to bring his own beer. So, oh, to be fair, he's, he must be—he must be a winner this this week. Then, so I'm going for Carson, the Carsonist Edwards. Uh, you know, for the season, he's on six point two, two points, not great. Zero point six assists, not brilliant. One point three rebounds. I would say not great, but he's like. like he's up to my chest. You're selling him, you're selling him to me, yeah. You're selling uh, him. So I'm going, and he's also 40% from free. So not, uh, you know, I'm not, not, you know, whatever. But (laughs) he didn't play at all against the Warriors and only logged eight minutes against the Kings, but stayed ready. And staying ready is half of the battle. You know, you have to always be prepared when the coach calls your name. When he was given that chance with 28, uh, 29 minutes, I believe, against the clippers,. Yeah. He was a plus nine. He was 16, He got 16 points. 60% from free, four rebounds, two assists, really taking his opportunity to shine, I thought, with the kind of confidence from a role player that if Boston, Boston's roster is going to compete, they need to have a certain level of depth. Like we mentioned before, that expectation can't be too high on the likes of Brown and Tatum. So they do need the odd games where they're kept afloat by the role players, the likes of Pritchard, the likes of O'Jaleigh, and the likes of the Carsonist. Um, and I think that I, I just think there are games in, you know, when the when it really gets into the postseason, you look back into history and you think, who's going to be the Leon Poe, um for this one? You know, and it, it, I feel as though it could be one of five people. At least Carson, with performances like he did had against the Clippers, at least enters that conversation as a significant role player for the team. Yeah. Uh, so you know, it was. Uh, I mean. What well, I mean, then he had a much quieter night against. Him. So <laughs> it it really fits the up and down week alongside yeah. Pritchard. You know, he 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 can serve as a scoring punch for the second unit. So we'll see how it goes next week. I think I
0: think what people got to remember as well. So obviously we're we're reading off these stat lines etc. and talking a little bit about the numbers, but basketball is is more than numbers. You know it's you know the positioning and you being able to distribute the, the ball effectively creating wide open spaces for other players and you know just there's there's so much more to it which doesn't always reflect that stat line either so okay I, I okay, well, test we'll, baby <laughs> we'll give we'll give Carson a spot so Carson's going to be in the in the VIP
1: booth with us okay now behind some velvet rope and yeah we've velvet got, rope we got uh, I like that we just keep moving the garden party into a nightclub, but whatever. <laughs> yeah. And, and it, all three bottles of VK. Run a gazebo. We're in a
0: gazebo. That's what we're doing. Yeah. Okay, I love it. We're in a kazebo with velvet chairs and oh I can't stand velvet, mate. It's horrible. All right. Moving on. So my player, my player of the week, I think it's gonna to come to no surprise of, you know, many people, Jason Tatum. Now Jason Tatum, you know, he got hundred and forty one points this week, he got twenty five assists and 38 rebounds now that in itself that is what you call carrying a team yeah now i mean i'm not gonna i'm not gonna lie i'll I'll, i will buy the gray goose i will buy the don perry on for for jason tatum this week
1: see the contact contract he signed mate you don't
0: need to buy him anything (laughs) well to be fair you've got to say thank you to him ain't you because he gives us some joy so you know, maybe I'll buy a uh, WKD or something. You know, just keep keeping it keeping it chill. Other than that, Why he's not? just gonna get milk. So I
1: love that you made me look weird as well because you went for player of the player of the week for the top of the guest list, and I'm gone way down the roster for someone who like managed to score 14 points. I see. I, to be fair, Carson Carson might be a fun <laughs> guy deep. though. He might be. A yeah, fun he guy. might be. You just gotta reward him as well. Like, there's these parties only come around so often. And there's, you know, 16-point performances from Carson Edwards might also only come around now and then. You know, obviously, we need to
0: move on to the final part now where we are talking about the ban list, so the people that were getting yeeted out of the uh, garden party and they're not welcome. So, Josh, do
1: you want me to go first on this one? Yeah, who have you uninvited from the party?
0: Now, I've not... So, I've uninvited this one guy, not for the reason that, you know, he played well against us or he's just a genuine arsehole, but... (laughs) I feel like Serge Ibaka is going to be on my list this week. Now, the reason is, if you're not a Celtics fan and you haven't seen Tatum's dunk on him and him looking like he had just shat himself, then, you know, you need to go look at it because it's hilarious. Now, the reason I want Serge Ibaka out of the party is because imagine him on a night out, right? He seems like the kind of guy, judging by that photo, he seems like the kind of guy when there's a little whiff of trouble and your boys are in trouble, he's, he's fucked off. He's gone. He's not yeah. having any of it. He's... You know what I mean and at the end of the night when everyone's there like oh god I can't believe that happened he sat there going yeah 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 Car, car, that was that was erratic It's like hang on a minute you didn't do fuck all cool. so I don't like I don't like wimps so we're going to we're going to kick Serge Abacar out of that party
1: okay well in if I can just take a trip from your statement into the world of reality <laughs> um I would Back, Sergio Backer basically in any fight I would ever come across. Um, but I take your I take your message on board. It looks in that picture like he has just seen a spider in the shower.
0: Yeah, exactly. So I can't I can't be having that. You can't be having, He's not going to back the boys in that scenario, is he? So <laughs> he's he's out. <laughs> yeah. Well, the local Weatherspoons. <laughs> that is it. Yeah, Weatherspoons or just like the local horse and hound you know, yeah. skip down there and get bottled by Barry who's a plumber
1: I was just about to say Barry which is <laughs> mad I was literally just about to say once some bloke called Barry walks over he's, he's, a, sca- he's a scaffolder he's going to hide he's going to hide behind his massive scarf is that what you suggested? suggesting
0: <laughs> yeah no offence to scaffolders there I don't want anyone who's a scaffolder listening to this to come, to come beat us up so. or scarves yeah or scarves yeah, people who or, wear scarves
1: or, or scaffolders <laughs> All right, Josh. Who's your who's your no-go list? So I've uninvited um, someone who is strictly banned now from the garden party, and I've uh, provided uh, his details to the bouncers. They have a photo of him up on the wall, and it's uh, De'Aaron Fox, De'Aaron, who managed to get twenty-six and eleven against the Celtics, uh, who previously really hung their hat on defense, but not so much this year. His speed was a problem for Boston he's grown into a player who can be kind of a problem for any team to be honest and I think that the difficulty of containing him was a big part of the problem for the team and kind of why Boston ended up taking the taking the loss and I do think he's making a bit of an outsider shout for an all-star spot in the West but for that reason because he hurt the Boston Celtics so badly don't even bother RSVPing De'Aaron you're not invited. Is... But don't, don't go on Facebook and click that you're attending, even though, just out of politeness, even though you quite clearly don't have any interest in attending, um, you just didn't want to click no, and you knew that the person would be watching, but you had no intention to watching. Don't do that, because even that <laughs> isn't good enough. You're not coming.
0: I hate, it, to be fair, I hate it when people do that. They put like, it's either, it's either a yes or no question, right? Are you coming or you're not? Don't put tentative. What is that shit? Like, don't... Don't, just don't yeah. piss with my feelings. Like, just say yes or no. I, what is it?
1: Interested is the feature. Yeah, that's
0: it? it. Interested. Like, oh yeah, I'm interested in coming to your birthday party, but I'm not quite, you know, I don't know if I want to be there. I don't know if I'll be washing my hair that day. I don't know if I'll be, you know, going to fucking Tesco's to buy some rotisserie chicken. I don't know. Like, it's just, yeah, can't be doing with
1: that. Yeah. Anyway, so, De'Aaron um, Fox, go to Tesco, buy whatever you want. Just don't come to the party. <laughs> that's
0: exactly it. So... So we've added, so Jason Tatum is on, the, uh, is on the party list this week, and so is Carson Edwards. Now, I think that's going to be a wild night out. And on the band list, obviously, we've got De'Aaron Fox, and we have Sergio Backer. Now, I think we'll, we'll add to the band list. Obviously, you know, the guest list, there's no doubt... Tatum's going to be on it multiple times and we can't have multiple Tatums as much as we really want it to be no um, so we'll add to the ban list at the end of the uh, end of the season you know we can have a uh, you know we can reminisce on the on the shit times these 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 players or whoever it
1: is you know
0: has given us I mean Jeff Teague was a shout this
1: time but... he was
0: nearly there he was
1: nearly there <laughs> but if whoever's listening to this or watching this do come and uh, tell us who you would be banning from the party and we can have a word with security. I have a couple of things, as the uh, last orders are called. Right, go I'm for We're going to blast through them.
0: Yeah, last orders, right. I've rang the... Right. We have to wait two seconds again. Let's ring the bell, Ready? Yeah, you
1: called a taxi. And to tell you the truth, Gwen, I'm absolutely twatted. Get well soon, Jalen Brown and Marcus Smart. You're well missed, um, as was evident against Phoenix on Sunday. Special shout-out to Shemi Ojale, as I already have... Um, I think he's basically, if you combine both of us, I think he's basically our best friend. I've met him and you've had him on the podcast. So I think, is, is he the, our best friend? I think it counts as best friends forever. Anyway, um, he's stayed ready. Like I said about Carson Edwards, he's shown real growth. This is an example of it this week. 11 minutes on Wednesday, that increased to 18 against the Clippers. And by the end, he was making key defensive possessions. So shout out to Shemi O'Jale. And then this week, Jazz tomorrow night, Tuesday, Raptors Thursday, Pistons Friday, another very full week because it's then Washington on Sunday. Um, So let's see if there's a kind of string of consistency that's possible for this Boston Celtics team and I'll go get my coat. And I will go and try and
0: find my shoe, which is stuck on the floor. But anyway, guys, hope you enjoyed this first episode of the garden party. Remember to, you know, share it, like it, you know, do whatever you can to help me and Josh, too fair, I enjoyed doing this. Now, I think we're going to do it all season. It's going to be a weekly thing, like I said. But anyway, guys, hope you enjoyed it. This has been your Boston Brit. And Josh, peace.